Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Pichu Kosai. This is Shabbos Chazak. We have the privilege this Shabbos of completing the third book of the Torah, Sefer Vayikra. Moreover, in compliance with the end of the Gemara Megillah, which teaches that we are to read annually the parsha of Bechukosai before the Yom Tov of Shavuos. Indeed, we'll have the privilege of reading next week on the day before Shavuos, Parshas Bamidbar, which we'll talk about next week. Why? In reality, a kind of buffer. Buffer, you might ask, to what? Well, we are judged on Shavuos, says the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, in the second Mishnah, we're judged on Perosa Elon, on the quality, quantity of the fruit of the tree, and therefore it is a very old law found in the Gemara that we read Parshas Pichukosai as a kind of call to tshuva. When we have in this week's parsha, in the twelve mitzvos, seven positive and five restrictions, you have in this week's parsha the tochacha, the curses that will befall the Jewish people if they don't follow the laws of the Torah. So the idea is that in order to help us and prepare for Shavuos and the Yom Hadin, the praying for the fruits of the trees, we read the Tochacha before Shavuos, as indeed we read the other Tochacha in the book of Devarim before Rosh Hashanah. I'd like to point out a very special verse within the Tochacha. We're in chapter 26, it's Pasuk 32, and the Torah says something, nothing less than fantastic. Says the Torah, in the middle of describing all the tragedies that are going to befall the Jewish people, says the Torah, God says, I will make the land desolate. And your enemies who dwell upon it will be desolate. In simple English, what the Pasuk is teaching us is something fantastic. You, the Jewish people, unfortunately will no longer deserve to keep the land. You will not subscribe to the very beginning of the parsha, which says it very clearly. If you go with God's laws, if you attach yourself to the study and observance of Torah, then you're going to be blessed with unbelievable blessings, as you'll see. But if, unfortunately, you do not, then you will no longer live in your land. However, you might think 
that once you are exiled from your land, you're going to lose your connection to the land, and those peoples who will conquer you will be able to settle your land, says Rashi, and I quote, Vashimosi Aniyas I, says God, will babysit the land, or literally make sure the land stays desolate. Says Rashi, Zumida Tovali Israel. This is nothing but very good news to the Jewish people. That your enemies will not find nachas ruach, contentment, satisfaction, in your land. Rather, the land is going to be desolate from inhabitants. No other people are going to be able to settle your land. And the Ramban, earlier in this parsha, in his commentary on Pasuk Yud Zayin, the Ramban writes as follows. He expands what Rashi says, that Losimsa, listen to his delicious words, Bechol HaYishuv, you will not find in all civilization Eretz Asher Hitova Urechava, a land which is so good, expansive, Vasherhoisa no Sheves, and was so heavily settled and populated. Vehicha and now that it is in its state of destruction, Kimeyaz Yatsanumimena, from the time that we left it, Lokibla Umavalashon, it did not accept in itself in the place of the Jewish people, any other people, the Chulam, listen to this, Mishtadlim Shiva, all the nations that conquered the land attempted to settle it, the Ein Lael Yodam, but to no success. There is incredible Hashgacha Pratis, there is his credible, divine, literally, Providence between the land of Israel and the people of Israel, and this is what is seen from this week's parsha. This is a further substantiation of the concept that you find at the end of Parshas Akev, where the Torah says in regarding Eretz Yisrael, it says Eretz. It is a land that what Asher Enei. Hashem Elokecha Doresh Osa, a land that God literally seeks it out, is concerned about it. To me, Enei Hashem Elokecha Ba, chapter 11, verse 12, in the fifth book of the Torah, constantly are the eyes of God upon it. From the beginning of the year to the end of the year. And the commentaries point out, including the Ramban, that 
it means God first tends to Eretz Yisrael and sees what it needs. And once He sends blessings to Eretz Yisrael, He sends blessings to the rest of the world as well. And that's why I say this all the time. After you eat your tuna sandwich and you say thank you to Hashem for the food in the first bracha, and in the second bracha you say thank you Hashem for Eretz Yisrael. Excuse me, what does Eretz Yisrael have to do with your eating your tuna sandwich? And the answer is as follows, that our bread, even though it doesn't come literally from Eretz Yisrael, and our tuna doesn't mean it was caught off the land, off the shores of Eretz Yisrael, but it does mean as follows, that the blessing that we have for our food outside Eretz Yisrael comes from that which God is extending blessings to Eretz Yisrael. And therefore, after we've eaten, the second bracha says thank you to Hashem for the very special gift of Eretz Yisrael. There's such a strong bond between the land of Israel and the people of Israel throughout these 1800 plus years that there were only a handful of Jews living in Eretz Yisrael yet every wedding throughout the world where two Jews were married how did it end? It ended with the breaking of the glass which was a reminder to us that we don't yet have our Beis HaMikdash. Every Pesach Seder ended there was this pining for Yerushalayim and the Hashgacha Pratis the special divine relationship between God and the land is dependent on us. Now what does that mean? The Torah says in this week's parasha at the beginning, if you do yours, right, in so you're going to have all different brachos, including Venosati, I will place. God promises Venosati Shalom Boaretz. There will be peace in the land. Now we have been privileged to see incredible response of the land to the Jewish people. But we have not yet seen shalom in our land. And so when it says in Pasuk Vav, in this week's parsha, at the very beginning, and literally, I will provide, says Hashem, peace in the land. What do we have to do, the Torah says in the opening verse? We keep the chukim. We keep the mitzvos, then Hashem will do His. And when I say we, it's not just those Jews living in Eretz Yisrael, but even those Jews outside of Eretz Yisrael as well. We have a strong connection with the land of Israel. When the Gemara asks in the beginning of Brachos, tell me. When they heard, in, they heard 
that in Eretz Yisrael, Ikosabi Bebavel, are there really elderly people in Bavel? After all, does not the Torah say at the end of the second paragraph, Leman Yirbu You'll have the blessing of longevity on your land, the land, the land of Israel. So the Gemara says, oh, wait a minute. They heard that there are Batekinesios, Bate Midrashos, there are houses of prayer, there are houses of study where they come early and they leave late. Ah, says the Gemara, this is what is giving them that ability for longevity. And the rabbis understand that the the synagogues and the uh, houses of study in outside of Eretz Yisrael have a Kedusha besides the standard Kedusha there's that additional Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael which is found therein they say the Vilna Gaon would walk intentionally four amos, six feet in his base medrash, keeping in mind, I'm connecting to the land of Israel. This is so powerful. And I have to share with you a delicious Gemara. The Gemara is found in Ksubos, Ayin Hei Amralef, 75a. And the Gemara cites a pasuk from Tehillim, and there in Tehillim 87.5, the Gemara quotes the Pasuk, Ulitzion ye omer, ish ish, ish ve'ish, yulad ba, v'hu yichonineho elyon. Talking about in the future that all the peoples will return. In the time of Mashiach, all Jews back to their home. Which Jews are going to be returned? This man, this man was born in her. Now what does that mean, this man, this man? So Rabbi Yesha Bar Berei, the grandson of Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, said, Be it the one who was actually born in Zion, and the one who yearns to see her. Both of them are considered what someone who is inextricably bound to Eretz Yisrael, to Yerushalayim. And just as Dovra Melech says in Tilim Kuf Chav Beis, some Shiramalos, so Machti Biomrim Li, Beis Hashem Neilech. Literally, I rejoiced when they said to me, let us go to the house of Hashem. Our feet stood firm within the gates of Yerushalayim. And here it is, Yerushalayim HaBenuyah, literally the built-up Yerushalayim. Ke'ir is like a city that is united together. Yerushalayim united all Jews. There was only one Beis Amigdash for all Jews. And please God, there'll be in the future 
one base hamigdash for all Jews. But just as Yerushalayim united us in the past, so too does Yerushalayim unite us in the present, in the actual present itself, that we who yearn and pine for Yerushalayim, we are literally considered an integral part thereof. And so, not only by our helping financially, each and every one of us in our own way, Eretz Yisrael, but also by our coming stronger to the Beis HaKnesses, stronger to the Beis HaMedrash, increasing our chasodim, this is our way as well of increasing the religiosity, the ruchnius, and our ruchnius as well is going to help bring about peace in Eretz Yisrael as we are assured by the opening paragraph of Parshas B'chukosai. Please God, we should be zoche to this very special gift. Bimheira Shabbat Shalom to all.